Well, good afternoon. I'm actually recording this in the afternoon. It's a crisp 3.43 p.m. Um, but hi, hello, my Jesus and Joe sister. Welcome back to the Jesus and Joe podcast. And happy holidays. Merry Christmas. This is a Christmas episode, and it's going to be so fun because we are going to be talking about a phrase that you may love, you may not like at all, or maybe despise. I'm not sure. But we are going to be talking about it, and I'm going to be that source of encouragement because I am, let alone, not only your friend, but also your big sister. So I've walked through this. I know exactly what you're feeling. I know what you're thinking. So we're going to go through it together, and I'm going to show you why you should be excited to go back to the holidays because the Lord's not done with you wherever you are going, whatever you're surround, whoever you're surrounding yourself with. You got a purpose. And so today we're going to be talking about that on here. But before we get started, I want you to know that if you are looking for a Christmas gift this year, yes, a Christmas gift. I know that we are all looking for gifts for our friends, our coworkers, our sisters, whatever. I want to let you know that I am an author. I have a sweet devotional out right now called Besties with Jesus. And it is honestly like my pride and joy. I love it more than life because it taught me that um, my Jesus, our Lord and Savior, he is so much more than just a way to heaven, but he can also be your friend. And so what perfect time to know that your best friend is literally the one that was in the manger. I don't know. So go ahead. It's on Amazon. It's only a $10 item, y'all. Like This can go under the tree with no cost at all. So go ahead, purchase that for your sweet friend this year because what better gift um, to give somebody than helping them learn more about Jesus? This is a great way to do so. Second thing, if you do not already follow me on the gram, girl, what you doing? I want you to see the voice of who you're talking to. This is Georgia Faith Gust. And so follow me out there. I also have a Instagram account for Jesus and Joe's particularly, and that's where I post all my TikToks, wisdom, facts, fun things, things to encourage you. I am always there because basically I am a cheerleader for Jesus. So I am really grateful that you are here. Know that I do not um, ever not include you in my prayers. This is such a blessing to be on this podcast and just to speak to you. It's just so much fun to hang out. So whether you are on a plane going home to see your family, whether you are driving that, I don't know, however long you are driving, I want to keep you company. Let us prepare ourselves as we walk through that door of our family's home. So without further ado, let's get into it. Now, Christmas is an amazing holiday. It really is. Whether you look forward to this holiday every single year or you're just dreading it, I want you to just kind of have a, a couple steps back, take a couple back, and I want you to take a perspective change. What's the whole purpose about celebrating Christmas? Let me ask you that. I'm listening. Great. So celebrating Christmas, the whole purpose about it is to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, y'all. Whoop, whoop. Like this is, should be the biggest celebration. We should be having a birthday cake and... Uh, you know, wish Jesus a happy birthday because he deserves it. I learned something at church that I thought was so profound. And I'm like, I got to share this with my sister. So here we go. We all know that Jesus was born in a manger. Now, a manger is literally a food trough for horses, cows, pigs, whatever. Like this is where the animals would usually eat. 
And so I was thinking, I was like, hmm. whenever I thought manger, I thought barn. I'm like, that's where they go. And I'm from Tennessee. And so I see barns everywhere. There's the, they're huge, y'all. They're not small. They are large and in charge buildings that house so many different animals. And I'm like, okay, like Mary had space. Joseph was comfortable. Jesus was, you know, he had some privacy, I guess, in a way. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. So what I learned this week at church is that a manger was actually housed below the house itself. So there, you know, you would do all your little things. You would cook, clean, go to bed all the way upstairs. But downstairs would be where your livestock lived. How crazy is that? That the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who is the all maker, almighty God was the one who was born below the feet of people. But he came to serve those people. It's such a humble birth. And it just like, like, what, like, hello? Like, this is Jesus. He should have been getting like top notch something, you know? Like, we think about how babies are born these days, and you got spas now, people. You got hot tubs. You got something where there's like professional beds. You get ice. I want less, those ice cubes so bad one day. But you get ice. You get nurses. You get doctors. You are treated like a princess, and you get to welcome that baby in a safe place. Jesus was born without nurses, without doctors, without comfort, without anything. Like Mary was pushing the whole time. No epidural, y'all. I don't know if my mamas are listening out there, but oh my gosh, could not imagine. But this is why we celebrate Christmas is because we get to celebrate our King. We get to celebrate our King and just to say thank you for coming down to earth. He didn't have to but he did. Now there's a phrase that goes along with the term Christmas. And if my college girls are listening out there, or maybe my, you know, my girls that are young professionals now, we all hear the term going home for the holidays. Now there's three feelings you can feel when you hear this term. You can either be This could be the happiest phrase you've ever known. Like, this is the phrase that you just can't wait. You literally turn in your finals because you're just pushing to get out the door so you can go back home. This could be the phrase that you are most looking forward to because you know that the people you love most are waiting at that door just so teensy to hear your footsteps come up those porch stairs. This phrase is what gets you through the year. Or... This phrase can hit hard. It might be a reminder that your family is a little bit more dysfunctional, that it's not the typical family you see on Instagram. Because, I mean, I know when I go on Christmas, I always see those Christmas cards, the digital Christmas cards. God bless. Maybe this is, you know, you're, you're going back home, but you're not just going back home to a place where you feel safe. It might be filled with a lot of negativity, comments you really don't want to hear, or maybe even a lot of pressure. It's just a reminder. Your favorite part about going home is the one that you choose to be family, not the one that is tied to blood or even by that last name. Sometimes this this phrase, going back home, it's hard. Or you could be dreading it. Absolutely not looking forward to it this year. Because there is a seat at your table that is empty. 
maybe one of your relatives or a loved one has passed away and this might be the first year without them there. Or maybe it was a relationship you were in and sadly that guy wasn't the one. No matter what you were feeling, I want you to know that you were in very good company. As your friend and big sister, I want to encourage you and just be that reminder that when you go back home, like I want to prepare you for that perspective change because when you walk through those doors, like you are literally locked in for however long that you were there and you need someone to kind of encourage you and just to comfort you and saying, hey girl, like it's going to be okay. And so that's why I'm here. But I also want you to know that what I'm teaching you today is that one, of course, you can share this podcast with them and be like, oh my gosh, girl, I thought of you. But I want you to start embodying what these reminders are going to be. And I want you to, ch- I want to challenge you as we go through this holiday season, because you know, somebody that might be feeling a little, eh, I don't really want to go home, or maybe you are feeling excited, whatever you are feeling, whoever relates to this, or maybe whoever, you know, who relates to this, we all have an emotion attached to going back home for the holidays. We are going to walk through this together. We are going to be challenged this year. I'm going to be doing the challenge with you. And I'm excited because we're going to do this together. But these are things that no matter how long have you been going home for the holidays, like this will probably be my seventh or eighth year going back home because I went to college for four years. Then I've gotten my big girl job, all that kind of stuff. Like I have to travel from Florida all the way to Nashville. So I mean, like I've been going home for the holidays for quite a minute and it's, It's good. I love it. I love seeing those people that I love more than life itself. I, you know, I have had that moment where I'm like, I am under so much pressure, where I don't know the answer to questions about my life in general. And I have had a missing person at the table before. And it's hard. It's really hard. But no matter what this Christmas will be this year, what this holiday or winter break looks like this year, I want you to do five things. Okay. I want you to do five things. And maybe if you got a sister or a brother, maybe you guys all team up together. And you're like, this year is going to be different. So y'all, let's get into this. Let's go through the five things we're going to be challenged with this year. Number one, this is a huge reminder. And it's so good. There's not a mistake of where you grew up and who your family is. No matter how many times you question it, there's not a mistake. This is the place where you matured, where you grew up, and where a lot of your testimony was built here. I know that our God is so perfect in placing us exactly where we need to be, and there's not a moment in your life that is a typo, and these people in your life are sure not one as well. Each year, you get to come back better. This hometown, these people, maybe you identify as being from this hometown, you're so proud. Maybe you are, and maybe like when that last name, you're so proud to be one of them, but guess what? You are your own person. And every single year, this holiday always comes back around and your grandparents always look at you and they go, oh, how you've grown. You're so big. And it's like, yeah, girl, I am. I have grown. I've grown spiritually. I've grown mentally. I've grown physically. I've grown emotionally. You have grown. You are back better than last year. Mm -hmm. I don't know what sounds better than that, but that was good. And this is your challenge. I don't know when you graduated high school. I don't know when you graduated at all, but this hometown of yours, this town that you were in, this is not a place where you're just going to kick back your feet and go, ah, 
I'm relaxed. I don't have to do anything here. Like my time here won't be too long. Like I'll be here for two weeks and then I'll be hitting the road again. Like hmm, sayonara, like don't have to do anything. Mm-mm, girl, mm-mm. don't you kick back your feet just yet. Not just yet. Your time in your hometown did not stop when you moved away. Because guess what, girl? You'll be coming back to this town for as long as the Lord allows it. I want you to keep on making a difference. I Because there's a bigger purpose of you going back to your childhood room just to open up a present on December 25th. You were there to be a light. I know that you were going to see those friends. I know you're probably going to run into your ex that you're trying to avoid. I know it. But the Lord did not want you just to come into this house to be surrounded by your family, just to be locked up and say, ah, I'm good now. Mm-mm. Make a difference still. Invest in the people who are going to be investing in you. The second one is I real. this is so simple. And a lot of these reminders are, but this one is a, a three worded phrase. Hug your people. This time back at home is so special because you get to see the ones that you choose as family. It could be your best friend. It could be a cousin, your mentor, or even an old coworker. These people make you feel safe, and these people are the ones you're most familiar with. But you never know when the last time could be. When you come back for the holidays, you get to see those people that you haven't seen in a really long time. And I think as I've gotten older, it's like sometimes you see grandparents that look a little bit older than what they did last year. Or maybe your parent isn't doing as well as you thought they sounded on the phone. I want you to hug them. My mom always told me that you need at least eight hugs a day to be feeling seen and loved and all these kinds of things. And so I honestly feel like going back home, I'm going home for hugs, honestly. But I want you just to love on your people hard and I want you to love them really, really well. They have missed you. If they haven't said it or not, they have missed you. Remind them that you still care for them, that you still love them, and that you still think of them. I think it's so precious that God has brought that person into your life way, way back then. But how cool is it is that God knew that you needed them then and how you still need them now? It's just a testament. It's just a testament of how God is so good with putting the people in your life and how he gets to show and teach you so many things through that person. They are such a gift, so remind them of it often. The third one is this. I want you to talk to Jesus during holiday break. I want you to do it because I have firsthand experience in this. Sometimes your family just doesn't get it. They don't understand. Uh, They don't quite get it yet why you move. They don't get why you're not engaged yet. They don't get that you don't have a plan. Sometimes they just don't get it. But can I just tell you something? Can I just tell you something? It's really okay. It, it's it's okay. And I say that in confidence and I say that reminding you because I've walked through this before. It's okay if they don't understand sometimes. Because I know someone who does. And he's helped me out a lot and I really want to share him with you. His name is Jesus. Yes, mm-hmm, the one born in the manger. It's Jesus. When I finally realized that Jesus gets me and he understands me, everything changed. Like when you talk to Jesus, and it doesn't have to be that prayer request. It doesn't have to be the laundry list of things that you need and want right now. He listens to you when you just talk. Just like you and I are just sitting here, just listening to this podcast. And I'm literally, I'm literally laying on my floor right now talking into a microphone. But I love being able just to talk to Jesus because I know he gets it and he understands. The same God that 
has walked through hell and has been tempted in every which way that we have, he gets it. He understands what you're walking through. So let him be the voice that you want to hear the loudest and clearest during this time. And I know you're going to be hearing a lot of voices this week. But let him be the loudest one that you hear. Fourth little reminder that I have for you is that this time, this is your time to get ready for your holiday. That's it, girl. We are believing for it right now. You get to set their traditions. You get to choose the food you want. You get to choose what routine, what time, what things, blah, blah, blah. You get to be in charge. You do, girl. You really do. And so this is the time I really want you just to think, you know, it's fun planning for the future. It's fun incorporating your siblings or maybe your mom and dad into this because, you know, Christmas will change one day. You might get that plus one. Your siblings may be all booed up and having kids and all these kinds of things. Like It's going to happen one day. And this is the time where you can think, I'm so grateful that that girl on the Jesus and Joe podcast told me to think of those traditions beforehand because, girl, they're going to happen. I'm believing for it. I'm believing for that family. I'm believing for those babies that haven't come yet. I'm believing for that man that hasn't walked through the door just yet. I'm believing for it. So go ahead, girl. Start looking at the traditions. Start thinking things that you like, things you don't like, things you want to change. Do it all. It's kind of fun. Me and my family talk about that all the time. And it's been such a blessing just to kind of incorporate it with with them because we all get excited. It's being like, ah, one day, y'all, it's going to be so cool. And then the fifth thing, I want to remind you that the best is yet to come. The best is yet to come. There's a verse in John that talks about how one day you're, it says, you do not understand what I'm doing now, but one day you will. I get that. I understand that because all of us are walking through something right now. And maybe it's a season that you're just so excited for. Maybe it's a season that you're kind of ready for uh, to speed through, you know? No matter what you're walking through, I want you to remember that there's a reason why they're just called seasons. Seasons don't last forever. Seasons only have a certain time frame. And so as you're walking through this season, I want you just to look up to the goal and expectancy and knowing that God's going to get you through it. That this holiday, yes, it's going to come and go and you're going to have to probably deal with it next year, but the best is yet to come. If it's not good yet, God's not done. And so I want you just to take that and hold on to it this year. Christmas is so special and it's so good because you get to celebrate the one who's walking through the door to your family house with you. We get to celebrate him. That's the whole purpose of why we're here. It's the whole purpose of why we're even going back home. So this year, I want you to start doing those challenges. I want you to be a light in your hometown and to your family. I want you to hug your people. I want you to talk to Jesus, even though you hear hundreds of voices right now. I want you to get ready for your holiday. Start coming up with those traditions and what you want to start doing. And I want you to be reminded that the best is yet to come. God's best is best. And that is what's coming for you. That's something to be excited about. So girl, I hope that encourages you. I hope you got a little perspective change and so you feel a little bit more confident walking through that door. But before we pray, I just kind of want to just speak over you. I want you to know that you are exactly where you need to be. And the Lord is so proud of you. He's so proud. What you've been able to accomplish this year is amazing. Whether you got a job promotion, whether you're still just trying to figure it out, whether you graduated college, graduated high school, 
and like whatever it is, sometimes parents don't congratulate you on that stuff. And maybe sometimes your family doesn't notice, but I want you to know that Jesus notices it. He's so proud of you. He's so excited to show you what he has in store for you. Your confidence, your beauty, everything about you is perfect. Sometimes families are going to say some comments. You're going to be like, hmm, like I did not need to hear that. Jesus has, doesn't make flaws. He doesn't. He literally doesn't make flaws. So whenever you look at yourself in the mirror, if you start comparing yourself to your hometown best friend or your siblings or whatever like that, I want you just to see what Jesus sees. And that is my prayer for you. Because he sees a masterpiece. He sees someone who is so beautifully and fearfully made. You are that. You are seen. You are so loved. And you are so cherished by the King of Kings. He loves you so, so, so much. So if whether you are feeling the love from your family or not feeling it at all, I want you to know that the Lord loves you way more than you could ever imagine. Way more. He came down to this earth just for you, girl. What an honor. Thank you, Jesus. So let's go ahead and start praying. But girl, I am excited just to hear how your Christmas is. I am proud of you for walking through that door. This is going to be a year that you're never going to forget. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much. One, for just this listener and just who she is, Father. It's just so great to see just how much she's matured this year and what you've been able to accomplish through her, Jesus. It is so wonderful. And we know and we thank you for what you've been able to do through her. God, thank you so much. Lord, as she prepares to go back home, Lord, you know exactly how she's feeling. You know exactly what she's thinking. And Jesus, I just pray that you are just with her every single step of this process. It's not easy going back home and maybe it's awesome, Lord, but I pray that she is just a light no matter where she is or no matter how she feels. I pray her family sees something a little bit different in her and I pray that they see you. Lord, I thank you for the gift of family. I thank you for the gift of friends and hometowns and Christmas itself, Jesus. We thank you for it and I pray that we can just see the best this year. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. Love you so much, girl. Merry Christmas and I'll see you next time.